I've gone through more things than most people will ever go through. You know, I've gone through cancer four times. And when I met my wife, they gave me less than nine months to live. Like I know what it's like to want to give up. I'm 50, right? And there's this, there's this movie, it's called Pump Up the Volume, right? Christian Slater, he plays this DJ that hides out, Hard Harry, is what his name is. And he hides out in his parents' place in his house, in his room. He's got all this crazy gadgetry that allows him to hide his voice. He's this really introverted kid in school. And then he's this crazy shock jock, you know, uh, DJ on uh, this radio, this illegal radio, and uh, I guess the F, um, FCC, right? Communication. FCC, you know, they triangulate him and they chase him all around. And all of a sudden, there's all these radio broadcasters at the end of, uh, of the movie that are all talking about how they're free, you know? And it makes me think of podcasts like this, which is essentially what this is, right? Like anybody with a camera and a microphone and an internet connection can make a podcast. Like I'm just a bald guy sitting in front of a wood wall with a Spartan army sign talking into a Yeti microphone, telling you all about things that I feel are important, but I think they are important. And 50 years old, I've lived a lot of life. I've gone through more things than most people will ever go through. You know, I've gone through cancer four times. And when I met my wife, they gave me less than nine months to live. Like I know what it's like to want to give up. I know what it's like to be uncertain about your future. I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed. I know what it's like to be scared and apprehensive. And yet on the other side of that equation, I know what it's like to be absolutely certain about what you believe. And I know what the struggle is. The world is teaching you to avoid struggle and make everything easier and more simple and less work. And yet the byproduct of that is less outcome. It doesn't matter if you think that chat GPT is going to make your life better. It's not because it's just like yourself. It, it, the quality of your life is predicated on the quality of questions and dialogue you have with yourself. So if you ask chat GPT really stupid questions, you get stupid answers. You ask yourself stupid questions, you get stupid behavior. And all you have to do is go to any high school right now and you'll see what I'm talking about. And, and it's, it's almost embarrassing because they're being taught that easy is the way that no struggle is the way, except you are designed by God to climb mountains. You're taught by your fellow man to seek the plains. When you, you look at anyone, any Olympic athlete, any elite athlete, any high performer, any CEO, and, and I have friends of mine, they've exited companies for hundreds of millions of dollars just to go and start another company. And the people at the bottom who are taught, who've caught it like a disease, that it should be easy, it should be simple. You should be allowed to sit at home and, and binge watch whatever the hell you're gonna watch on Netflix and have money just come to you as this passive income. And there's no such thing, by the way. If you say that there's, if you're waiting for mailbox money, passive income, I already know how fucking lazy you are and how you drive your life. You base your life on your feelings. And, and you can argue all you want. I don't care. This is my show. I can't hear you. So it doesn't matter to me. Say all the things you want. Get in the comments. Go bananas. All it does is make the algorithm show me to more people. So get pissed off. I like it. Get mad. Fuck you. So if you look at 
passive income. I had the coach. I had this coach. He was like, the whole goal is passive income. The whole goal is mailbox money. And yet this guy would always talk about how he wants to pay more taxes every year because that tells the world and tells him that he made more money. What a fucking idiot. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Just look at Donald Trump. And listen, for all you guys that don't like Donald Trump, that's fine. You can feel free to get your ass off my show. That's fine. I like the guy. He's great. You know why? Because the U.S. is a business. He's a businessman. And whether you think he is a good man or a bad man, it doesn't matter to me. He's an incredible businessman. What do you think the U.S. is? 300 million people in a business. And, and so anyone that's successful to come back on has, has struggled. And as soon as they reach the top, as soon as you get to the crest, as soon as you're where you want to be, great. You look around, oh, awesome, I made it. You're looking for the next struggle already. That's how you're designed. That's how human beings are designed. Human beings are not designed to be sedentary. They're not designed to have no value. They're not designed to have low self-worth. That is all caught like a disease from people that want less for you because they want less for themselves because they're lazy and arrogant. They don't want to admit that they need help. They don't want to admit that they're not at the top. They don't want to admit that their life is a dumpster fire, except when you allow yourself to understand that you are not above the trials and problems that you have in your life, that's when you can fix everything and not a moment before. You only look at your life with two possible outcomes. This is how people introduce themselves to other people. This is how people engage with the world around them. You are either going to try and gain attention or avoid attention. I realized on the last one, it's a podcast and I held this up and I went, all you have to do is look on this. This, I'm holding up my cell phone. Because if you're listening to this on Spotify or wherever else you're listening to it, you can't see that I'm holding a phone. So I held up a cell phone. There you go. Now, you know, everybody that watches this on YouTube can see that I'm holding a cell phone. But you either are carrying on through your life and you are conducting yourself to gain attention or avoid attention. And both of those can be incredibly bad. Both of those can be incredibly good, but you have to look. Most people send their representative to meet someone else, just like you do. Most people are not actually authentically who you meet when you see them. They send somebody who's going to represent and give the best vision of who, you, of who they want you to see. It's gotten even worse with the introduction of social media because it's just a highlight rule. Let me try that again. It's just a highlight reel for everybody else's life. Show the real things. Show the struggles. I had no problem showing being in a hospital. I had no problem showing in a wheelchair or struggling or crying or falling apart or throwing a weight across the room or my wife having to hug me because I fell apart because I was so frustrated that I was 150 pounds and weak and skinny and missing a lung. Do you know why people followed me? Because they went, oh, that, guy's, that guy's real as fuck. Yeah. I pulled myself out. I decided to get up and do the work and struggle regardless. Believe me, the struggle is never enjoyable. The struggle's required. To have self-worth, you have to have struggle. To have self-worth, you have to have pain. You will not remember the lesson if you do not feel the pain. You won't. You, everybody talks about, oh, yeah, no, I'll read about it. I'll know all about it. Your parents tell you not to touch it a hundred times. All it does is tell you, I want to touch it. You put your hand on that hot element, you're never going to touch it again. If you do, well, that's natural selection. You're an idiot. You need the struggle. So being taught to avoid the struggle and that it's a good thing to avoid the struggle 
is destroying self-worth and personal value. How, how do you have any value for yourself if you avoid the struggle? Because you go to bed at night going, I don't have any worth because I didn't do anything of value because you didn't accomplish anything. Because you got to level 77 in a video game or binge watched an entire series before you went to bed, there's no struggle. Struggle makes you. And the more that you're presented with catastrophe and adversity and difficulty and work, and the more you overcome that, the stronger your character is, the stronger your self-worth is, the more valuable you become to yourself. And then since you're valuable to yourself, you become valuable to everybody else because you become better at engaging and creating success. You are born fearless and unstoppable. And that's it. You learn discipline along the way and you learn discipline in the right direction. I've said this before. But you're born hunting for struggle. You're born and you can't, you're just a, a pink gelatinous bag that your parents carry around. And then what? They put you on the ground. Anybody that has kids knows exactly this. You have tummy time. You put them on the tummy. They start lifting their head. Great. All of a sudden, it's a big deal when your mom and dad see you lift your head because like you just achieved some massive milestone. You just climbed Everest. You just lifted your head like every other baby. But it was work. And inside that tiny little baby brain was bring on the struggle because then they went, okay, now I'm going to roll over. Okay, now I'm going to crawl. Oh, it's not enough. I need more. And now I'm going to walk. Oh, now I'm going to walk. Now I'm a toddler and I'm bumping into everything and I'm falling over everything. Now I'm going to jump. Now I'm going to run. Now I'm going to play. Now I'm going to climb. Now I'm going to learn to be an athlete. I'm going to kick a ball, hit a ball, use a stick, use a puck. It doesn't matter. I'm going to shoot a gun, climb a mountain, all of those things. I'm going to be a gymnast, an athlete. You know, I'm going to use my brain. Now I'm going to learn how to speak, not just make sounds. Now I speak. Now that's not enough. I need to learn another language and another one and another one and another one. I know multiple languages. You know why? Because my parents made me learn multiple languages. So what? It is never enough until somebody else tells you that it's enough. The struggle's there. You will constantly hunt it down. The only time you won't hunt down the struggle is when you've been told that you shouldn't have to by somebody that you think has value. You're never going to listen to the opinions of other people if you don't think they have value. You listen to their opinion because you give them credibility based on what you see. It's not even about what they've done anymore. It's about what you see. They drive a Lamborghini, must have credibility. I sat in a seminar one time. My friend Devin and I were talking in the back, really quiet. And this guy in front of me, who had never been there before, brand new, and just, I'll back up, Devin and I were the killers at this place. We were the two that were making the most money and the most successful. And this guy in front of us had no idea who we were, but this is what's crazy. The guy up front doing the coaching made a comment about my Lamborghini sitting out front, parked right in front of the entrance doors of the hotel. And the guy that, this guy in front of us, prior to hearing that, turned around and said, hey, listen, you know, some of us are really trying to learn here. So could you guys keep it down, please? We weren't even that loud. Devin looks at me and goes, who the fuck is this guy? Not arrogant, just dude, know your crowd first. The coach makes that comment about the Lamborghini. The guy turns around. Oh man, that's your Lamborghini. Oh, it's totally badass, dude. Hey, if you have a chance, let's talk. I'd love to talk business. See how you say blah, blah, blah. It's going on and on and on kissing my ass. Perceived value. Just because I got a shiny dick with wheels. What if I really was an asshole? He didn't know. He just assumed because I drove a quarter million dollar car. That's what's happening right now. 
but those are the people you are listening to telling you that struggle shouldn't occur, that you should have a one hour work week and you should make a million dollars after being in business for three months, that you should be jacked and shredded after doing this 90 day program. It took me a year to get my business running the way I wanted to. I trained two hours a day every day for a year. I never missed. With an oxygen machine attached to me and one lung struggling, crying, I couldn't squat anything except my body weight, which was 150 plus pounds. That's it. I never quit. And if you want to get somewhere in your life, that's what you have to look at. Who's telling you to quit? Who's telling you it should be easy? Because anybody that's successful will tell you the contrary. I'm telling you the contrary. You need the struggle. You should crave it, hunt it down, look for it, run towards the fire, the bullets, everything. That's where you need to go if you want to win. If you're okay with being mediocre and living a life that is just below your capacity and you know it, and you are going to end up disliking that life, by the way, that's fine. You go do you. No judgment from me. But then do not expect the rest of the people on the planet to conform to your low self-worth and your lack of drive and initiative. If you are a mediocre average person and you are doing it by choice, which is every one of you, I have no respect for you, none. Because if you look down and you have legs, you walk. If you don't have legs and you move around, you're still a badass. The point is you're still moving around, you're still functioning, you're still doing things. Somewhere between that point and right now listening to this, if you are lazy and mediocre, somebody taught you how to be that way. And most of the time it's because you are either trying to gain attention or avoid attention. See, if you're trying to gain attention, it's, it's because usually it comes from a place of, of lack of self-worth. You want all the attention. You know, I, I think that when you get in a plane, you're flying a Cessna 185 and you get out and film it crashing into a mountain for a YouTube video for likes and follows, you don't have self-worth. You're hunting for attention because you need that. The attention is the land grab. You want all of it. But there's no value in that. I think that's weak. I think when you're someone like, uh, like Andy, Andy Frisella, right? Andy Elliott, two good friends of mine. They aren't hunting for attention. They do the work and the attention comes to them because people go, damn, how'd you do it? And I guarantee you at first they got judged. They still get judged. They still get hate. I get hate all the time, but it is never by somebody killing it ever. It is always by somebody who is sitting at the bottom, pointing at everybody else going, it should be easy. They probably conned somebody. They probably lied. They're lucky. They're assholes. I don't like them. Their hair's fucked up. He's got a goofy looking beard. What a bullshit company. I heard this about them. I heard that about them, but it is never somebody killing it. Never. The only people that judge are the people with low self-worth. A high-value man or woman will never judge you, ever. There are exactly zero times that I've slid into anybody's comments and dropped hate. Why? Because I'm a hitter. I'm a killer. And I'll say that plain as day over and over again because I don't need you to believe in me. I know it. I rolled out of a hospital in a wheelchair and at 50... I run, jump, and move like an athlete better than most 25-year-olds. We built a multi-million dollar company, my wife and I, together from scratch while I was in the hospital. 
I become friends with people that I deeply respect and admire who are killing the game on levels that I, I am not even close to yet. But I earn that position. I earn my place. I earn an audience with these people. But all of that is because I hunt down the struggle. See, most people, if you're trying to avoid attention, what you end up doing is you end up putting everybody else above you. You put everybody else first. And all that does is teach them to put everybody else first. All, it, it just says everybody else is before me, except you have an opinion. You have a mindset. You have something that you deeply want. Like you just have so much value inside, but you never let it out because you are afraid of the judgment of other people or being seen to fail. And then what ends up happening is you, your, your dialogue inside your mind and your actions are incongruent. And you become bitter and angry and irritated and miserable. Those people are dangerous. They're dangerous to themselves. They have no discipline. They think they can't say anything because they want to get along. They're taught that in order to get along, you go along, except that's the worst thing you can do. It's one thing to, you know what? Honestly, most people like me who just tell you an opinion and the opinion has value, we're called assholes, except we're the best assholes you can have as friends because we'll tell you the truth. And I'm not going to take a month to tell you something that'll take seven minutes because I'm not stealing 30 days of your life trying to break it to you softly. I will tell you in 30 seconds and then help you fix it. Those are the friends you want around. If you call them assholes because you're soft and fragile, that's because someone taught you that everything is offensive. Nothing is offensive. You're soft. They're not the same. And you can take that any way you want. I don't care. What I know is that you were born hunting a struggle. That's why you walk. You were born looking for adversity. You were born looking for struggle. You were born looking for all the hard shit because if you avoid, if you spend your time avoiding everything difficult, everything hard, and you try and juke out every struggle that comes your way and dodge every adversity and try and blend in with everybody, you create the most difficult life you can imagine. If you do everything that's difficult, you do all the hard shit, you actually hunt down everything that makes you struggle. You look for the explosions and you go there your life just gets more and more epic every day. But you got to be willing to do it. Like I have all this, this is notes. I didn't even look at it. It's fun. I have a call in like three minutes too, but there's some of this like, you want to know how you increase your self-worth? I wrote this here. It's really, like I said, I always have notes from my, my podcasts. I think it's important. You need to have discipline in order to allow yourself to see where you are inadequate in your own life. The discipline to give yourself permission to go, I am inadequate here. I am not succeeding here. And then the discipline to change that. And what happens is you need to have a plan. So first of all, you need to allow yourself to not be above where you are failing in your own life. And when you see that, you make a plan. And then you execute on that plan every fucking day. That's how you increase your self-worth. That's you, how you increase your value is you have a plan. Most of the time, you don't even have skills. So you have a plan, you get the skills, you have the discipline to execute on that plan. And over time, you become someone of value by sheer effort because you're hunting down the struggle and everybody else calls you lucky. You're not lucky. You're heading into the struggle and you will get hate. 
you will get people telling you that what you're doing is selfish and ignorant and arrogant and egotistical. That's fine. I get called egotistical every day, except if I walk around helping people as much as possible and I show up every day and I do the work and I work 16 hour days, 18 hour days, and I become more skilled, I learn more, I give more, I develop more, and I never miss. And yet you show up and demand that everybody listens to you. Then you've done none of the work and you can add judgment to people. And you think that your opinion matters because everybody's opinion counts. Who's the egotistical one? The person who shows up every day and does the work and isn't afraid of failing and just keeps getting back up and climbing the fuck out of that mountain? Or the person that stares at the mountain off in the distance and demands to be heard and give advice to everybody that's gonna climb it? Remember, your self-worth is based on hunting down the struggle, not avoiding it. You wanna know the recipe? Because there's such an emphasis on assuring that everything is easy. Here's the easiest way to become such a high value man and such a high value woman. Whatever's hard, go do it. Whatever's a struggle, go do it. Get up at the same time every fucking day and do all the hardest shit you can find in the direction that you want to go. Stop doing things to either gain or avoid attention and do things to increase your value to yourself. When you look in the mirror, Look at your reflection, not everything that's behind you. Peace out.